Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to That Would Bang podcast, a podcast where film and TV reviews meet fan fiction. I'm your co-host, Odessi. And I'm your co-host, Patricia. And we hope you enjoy the show. If you like what you're hearing, subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. This episode is spoiler-free, so you can relax. We've got you guys. Hey guys, welcome to That Would Bang Podcast season finale. This episode, we decided to show you guys unseen bits from season two. Throughout the season, we asked our guests some quick fire questions and they gave us some hilarious answers. So we kicked off the season with Tolly T from the Receipts podcast as she shared who her childhood TV crushes were. Let's just say that we were on different pages. Oh, okay. So I've got my music one down packed. That was Usher. Um, <laughs> do you know what? I think it was that guy from Thingy, um, Saved by the Bell, that Mario looking type guy. What was his name again? I didn't know what's. Oh my God, no. How old are you guys? Wait, I'm so- I'm 24. Oh, okay. So I'm oh my God. Oh God, I'm 31. I've aged myself. Wait, did you know what Saved by the Bell? I've heard I of the show. I've just yeah. never watched it. Oh my it. god! Okay, I'm gonna get the name for you. So, Saved by the Bell, and it was like this. Like his name was. Oh, I'm trying to get his name up. I can't. Do you know what? On a normal audience, everybody would be like, "Yeah, they know exactly who you're talking about." But just be like, "Oh, young you are. Oh my god! Yeah, his name was Mario Lopez. I was actually right, and he played AC Slater. Was the name of his character, name, and he was this like. You know, dark hair, dark skinned. And when I say dark skinned, I mean how white people say dark skinned, not black. Um, <laughs> and I just thought, oh my God, he's so, he was so well put together. His hair was always nice. And he played that like high school, like stud, I guess, like, you know, played baseball or whatever sport he played. And, you know, had a baseball jacket yeah. and all the girls fancied him. So I think that was my first one. His real name is Mario Lopez and he looks like a Mario Lopez. Mm, like, you know, like, 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 you just see his name and you're like, yep, yeah, that's exactly what you look like. And he played AC Slater and Sage by the Bell. And I can't believe. So you guys don't know Screech or any of them, man? No. Oh my God. It's all going over my head. I'm not going <gasps> to oh, lie to you I, right is now. Screech, is that a per- that's a character? That is a character played by Dustin um, Desmond, who I think has died recently, actually. But like Screech was a legend. Oh my God. I'm so old. Wait. <laughs> what channel was it, it was on? on Trouble. Trouble? Okay. No? No, no okay, Trouble. Okay, I know cool. Trouble. I know okay. Trouble. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I have no idea. Never heard of it. I'm just <laughs> blanking. Wait, right so now. who would you go for your first crushes up on TV? Oh well. Um oh. I mean I went through a white boy phase and I remember watching a lot of like Disney Channel and I'm kind of actually embarrassed to say my crush, but <laughs> I remember watching like Sonny with a chance and that guy that always did the Mackenzie Force thing. I think his name was like Sterling Knight. 
I had a crush on him. Wow. I know. He was like stereotypical kind of blonde, like beach hair, just white, blue eyes. And then also Zach and Cody, I'm not going to lie, I did kind of have a thing for them too, which is a little (laughs) bit more out there. But those are my crushes. I would never admit oh, that. Oh, gosh. Normally. And also, of but... course, oh, who am I talking about? So I've always had a thing for older men as well. I, just, I don't know why. I mean, I do. But <laughs> I just, I've just, like, literally, since I was a youth, I've always found a lot more older men. And um, mm. there was a TV show called, it had Flex Washington in it. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. One on one. And I yes. fancied Flex, or who played the dad, so much like flex was such <laughs> he, he has he's that like american good looking man do you know when they've got the fresh cut mm, with the it. waves and dark skin and all of that yeah so i really i also really fancied flex washington those are my two i hear that i hear that i think on one-on-one i fancied um her boyfriend i think his name was arnez, arnez yeah Don- yeah arnez i think i just went through that that you no, didn't see it at all but he I, was, he was like, at the time, he was He was, yeah, was definitely. Like, yeah, but I was definitely yeah. too busy looking at the dad. I was just like, <laughs> gosh, this man is beautiful. So that he was, Flex Washington was also a question of mine as well. <laughs> Wait, this guy just looks like someone else though. In what sense? It's the actor. Like he literally looks like another actor and I forget his name. But I'm like, how are they not the same person? No, Flex Washington is a lot of things. And the, his worst role was when he played Michael Jackson. What? And like they've got, it's hilarious. Um, Flex played Michael Jackson years ago when he's like, um, I don't know what white stuff they put on him. I'm not seeing the casting directly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm it, not it, it, yeah, 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 yeah. Like if you have the time, <laughs> yeah, if you have the time, look it up. It's, it's literally hilarious. And okay. it looks like it was, <laughs> the film was called Man in the Mirror and they've literally painted him white. They literally painted. Flex white because when they were Flex Alexandra, they literally painted him white. It's hilarious. Oh yeah, he played Man in the Mirror, <laughs> which is probably his worst role. Was the film good though? Mm-mm. I mean, from when they were going to paint a man white, <laughs> yeah, it was never going to do what it needed to do. In our next episode, we were joined by Vic Sunusi, and we talked about shows that got the ending wrong. If you could rewrite the ending to any show. What would it be? Friends, Rachel should not have gotten that plane, period. I was period. right off the bat. She came through <laughs> with an answer so quickly. Period. Why was sis getting off the tray um off the off the flight? Sis, you're meant to go to Paris. You're you you a city girl. Where are you going? Not a city girl. Wait, okay, so I haven't really watched friends like that. So I'm gonna need a little bit of background. Was she going for like a big job? Um, sister, she was going for a Louis Vuitton job. It was either oh. Louis, Louis Vuitton or Fendi, one of the big names. And Rachel is kind of like one of those girls where they're born into privilege. You know, you get daddy's car, daddy's, you know, credit card, go shopping, that kind of vibe. She gets thrown into the middle of this like friendship group in New York where she has to really find her feet. And she kind of works hard. Okay, yes, she gets luck with, with pretty privilege. But sis takes it and runs with it. And she's actually getting her way through the industry. She lands herself this amazing job. But she's been going off and on with this guy called Ross. Um, I like to call him... Um, the Twitter have been calling him Mr. Fossil Fuel. So I'm going to call him that. Because... Um, <laughs> He's, he's a, a he, he, he deals with dinosaurs and all that kind of stuff. Okay, cool. But he's not a raw one. I'm so sorry to be like this, but he's not a raw one for our good sis. Um, 
yes, he's not. I'm so sorry. The fact that she said, I'm going to leave my job, I'm going to stay with him. I'm not happy about that. But does Ross have money? That's the question. Does he have money? Actually, I, I think he does, you know, but I think he's stingy. Oy. Oh my God, that's even worse. Mm, even, yeah. <laughs> You're leaving your career to stay with a stingy man. All right, sis. Are you guys going to answer the question as well? Mm. I know what my answer is going to be. My answer is going to be girlfriends. Whoa. I felt like, I know, but like, when I got to the end, I thought it was just a regular episode ending. Mate. It did not feel like the end of a whole entire yeah. season, let alone a show. Because I just remember she was like in the school and she was waiting for her man to come home because he was like fighting <laughs> in the war. And there was mm. no resolution for that. Like Can they could imagine? have gone so much further with it and they just ended mm. it. I think she opened up the letter. Do you know what happened? Apparently, apparently there was a writer's strike back then yeah there was a writer strike um and it caused a lot of tv shows to end or take a long hiatus um and girlfriends was one of those shows that wasn't picked up because of that strike so they were meant to keep going and apparently um what's the best friend called again uh was it joan and tony tony was meant to come back for the wedding no oh my god that's actually really sad because when tony left the show fell off for me a little bit because i felt like her character really brought it up a few notches then when she left, I was like, oh, it's not really the same. I know, it. It wasn't the same. It was peak. Yeah. Oh, nah, that would be my outside girlfriends for sure. Well, girlfriends, to be honest, I only watched episode one and I didn't go back. Oh, know. really? I know, the whole, I know the whole black community was on it. Everyone was like loving it. But for me, from the minute you guys were fighting over the same guy, I was just mm. like, what type of friends are you? Like, <laughs> it just was... T- no, but for us, <laughs> what kind of friends is that for real? <laughs> And you guys are meant to be best friends. Nah. Mm. They were always backstabbing each other. I could not yeah. get my head around it. They were exactly. frenemies. They actually hated each other. Like, they would say they loved each other. Um, okay, since you're not going to know it, since you're not, you don't watch it, but you, you'll know um, uh, there's an episode where Tony gets married, or she's about to get married, and Joan's like, I'm happy for her. I'm, let, me, let me stop doing American accent. She's like, I'm happy for her. I'm happy for her. I'm happy for her. <laughs> and then her man's is like, but why are you crying? Then she starts crying and then she admits that she's actually jealous. And I'm like, hey, this is not it. This is a you mess. You have to suck that one in, sis. Can, yeah. can, you, imagine, can you imagine? Yeah. Can you imagine? Exactly, yeah, a mess. It was a mess. Their friendship was a mess. What's your answer? <laughs> um, What's my answer? Okay, for mine is probably for a show that's not English. Mm-hmm. I do watch K-dramas. I watch Korean dramas, right? In this show, there was this guy and this girl. They fell in love and he got ill and he had cancer, right? Oh, no. But he didn't tell her. And then what happened was they killed him off, essentially. And he came back to life like four days later or four years later. And the woman had gone through this whole grieving process of thinking her man is dead. And he came back. He's like, oh, I'm not really dead. I just didn't want you to see me in pain. So you told her that you t- you sent people to say that she, she you were dead. So, yeah, I was really angry. It was Jane the Virgin vibes, essentially. Yeah, oh my so God, angry. that sounds very Jane the Virgin. Wow, that's Yeah, insane. I grieved that character. And then when he came back, like, five minutes towards the end of the season, I was like, what, what was the point of this emotion I felt? Don't you hate it when you watch shows and they don't do the things like that you would do? So, like... Before, exactly. Is it to, to all the boys I loved before, there was a bit in the set, the third one where she didn't get accepted to the school she wanted, they were both going to go into, right? And... She didn't tell him. I think she t- she was meant to text him. I was like, just sit. I was like, sis, your man is even nice. D- 
this is even a good somebody like just tell him and she was just like i'm not telling him stress i was like oh my god laura do you say i was like oh she's made it so stressful doesn't mean it doesn't need to be distressful like she could just say hey hon didn't mm. get in mm. um see you around though like it, 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 didn't, it didn't need to be that stressful then we were joined by Faye oj from the motion pod and she told us which on-screen villain she stands and i can't lie she was making a lot of sense which movie or TV villain do you stand? Oh, Fados. Fados. There are just way too many people <laughs> on this earth. Um, I don't think people talk about it enough. It's overpopulated. It's getting worse. You've got Nick Cannon having eight babies at a, like, a day. Um, yeah. <laughs> that was wild. I think Fados went a bit... He, went, he didn't go about it the way I would. Um, but I think the reasoning was all there. I stand by that. Someone fill me in. So what's Thanos doing? He's <laughs> so he's in, just locking off everyone. Literally, he, in um, was it Infinity War? He yeah. basically decided there's these um Infinity Stones that if he collects them all and clicks his fingers, he can wipe out half of the world's population, and that's essentially what his plan was for population control. It was kind of mean. So <laughs> it's a bit extreme, as I said. Like I wouldn't have gone about it that way, but I think. He was thinking about the environment. I don't think people give him enough credit for that. Um, so yeah, you sound a bit, you sound a bit um, dictatory right now. Oh no, <laughs> Just a little bit, a little bit. No, honestly, this is what the power I, of the motion has done. No, I love people. I really do. Uh, but that's just, just getting out of control. It's getting out of control, and I think especially like the very rich. Because um, they get to the stage where they can, like, you know, do surrogacy. They don't even have to go through the nine months. And I think for them, having a baby has become just like going to the store and buying a carton of milk. It's like, you know, you've decided and you're not, you have like no input in it. So it's a, it's a faster you're process. You know, yeah. so I think the rate is just, the rate is my, is my concern rather than like more people. I think you know, people are beautiful and <laughs> the world is a lovely place and uh, there's a lot of good people in it. But I just think we need to chill a bit. The resources are getting a bit scarce slow down a bit you know yeah. i hear you patricia who is your villain who do you stand i no one springs to mind when i think what? of a villain i don't know if i just need to think more about it because there's definitely people and characters that i hate but no one that i stand do you know what i mean like i don't watch mm. anything that really has a villain that i would stand okay well, it's not really Stan, but I just admire her. Um, from WandaVision, Agatha. I don't know if anyone watched it. <laughs> Agatha, roll along. That's her catchphrase. That's the song. Imagine, because... <laughs> she was scary. <laughs> That's why I loved it. She was I like... Think... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she scared me, I can't lie. Like, the Nigerian of me came out when all of that witch stuff was no, happening. Witch. I was like, nah, she nah, nah. <laughs> But I feel like her reveal or the real reveal that they had for her was just so amazing because like she was literally, I don't want to ruin WandaVision, but she was literally a friend throughout. And then one day you realise that she's a villain and it all just goes a bit mad. Wait, I've ruined it for you. I'm sorry. No, no, it's all right. <laughs> one day you just, it goes all pear-shaped and you're just like, oh my gosh, it was Agatha all along. And there was a song saying, it was Agatha all along. <laughs> 
And everyone, whenever people talk about WandaVision, it just doesn't sound serious. Like, why is there music <laughs> and a soundtrack for every villain? Like, why is that a thing? Do you know what? In theory, the show sounds like a joke, but in reality, it's amazing. Like, yeah. I think it's one of the best shows that I've watched personally. I really... Mm. Definitely. Mm. It's so creative. And I feel like, especially for like a superhero movie and like mm. a, a Marvel superhero movie as well, which has its own like style, has its own like history of movies to come and like bring new vision to it. It's just like, and I think the unseriousness, I won't ruin it for you because of like how we, like the show panned out, but it just, it makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Next up, we asked broadcaster Shantae Joseph who her most annoying TV character was and she did not disappoint. Oh, that's such a good question. Um, what, did, what were we all watching the other day on Netflix? The one about... It's like the black woman was a lead. It was set in the UK and like it was about like... Um, Behind her eyes. When you can... Tra- yeah, yeah, yeah. The black woman lead in that. <laughs> Abs- absolutely. Like, that role was written for a white woman. Yeah. It was written for a white woman because oh my nobody God, is that yeah. curious. Nobody <laughs> is that curious. Like, obviously, not to give it away, but she's just a very irritating character in the sense that all the signs are telling her to just leave the people, them, alone. But she doesn't want to, and she learns from that. Um, and so, yeah, that is definitely... That's something I've watched recently yeah. where I thought the main character was, like, it was infuriating to watch because so much <laughs> could have been avoided had you just mind your minded your own business. Do you know what I mean? Like mind the business that pays you, but no, you want to be in other people's business. Now look at you. You're dead. I, so I swear to God, I actually agree so much because I couldn't understand why she was getting involved with a married man, but then also being friends with his wife. I said, Do you, you just clearly like drama and trouble? I was so bad, man. And traveling around <laughs> to go and meet his ex and their family, friends, and every single person telling her the same thing leave it alone, leave it alone, much. leave it alone. But no, mm. no. So it's above me now. But that was irritating as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, I think that's a good answer. And I feel like you you had the passion there. So I believe you with that being an annoying main character. <laughs> she was awful, man. <laughs> Just terrible. Odessi, do you have an answer to the question? Um, what would I say? What would I say? Um, because I asked this question on our Instagram the other week, and I feel most people were saying Serena from Gossip Girl. And I understand that. I think she's quite jarring in that respect but I would say because I watch Grownish I would say mm. um 
What's her name? Yara. Yeah, she hates these characters. Zoe, Zoe yeah. yes. That girl is so self-centered. I'm just like, uh, you know when someone actually has main character energy, but it's really, it's really annoying. That is, she is a very annoying main character. So yeah, that's who I say. What about you, Patricia? Oh, I don't know. I feel like I get easily annoyed by everyone that I see on TV. <laughs> but I feel like the first person that came to mind was Joffrey from Game of Thrones. Like, mm. um, he was, he he became king and he was just such a dickhead. Like, he was actually just bad vibes. And I think he had a face that really also encapsulated how bad vibesy he was. Like, he just looked proper, like, shrewd. But anyway, that's my answer to that question. How can you say someone's face is bad vibes? <laughs> no, but people do have bad vibesy faces. You can just tell that they're full of bad energy. We also hit up Manny from the classic Manny show. He told us which character he felt deserved their own spin-off. Ooh! <laughs> wow! It's a tricky question. That's a good question. <laughs> that is a good question. Well, on the spot! <laughs> it's hard, is it? Sorry, no, sorry. My, my brain is in... Oh, wow. Let's see. Hmm. What are my favourite shows? Let me start off with that first so I can now... Of course, what we're talk about today is my favourite show. Yeah, you, it could be... Something from there. Should we go with that? Mm. I think her name is Kelly, right? Kelly. Yeah, Kelly, because I don't, we didn't get to see her that much on the actual show itself. So I'd love to see her outside of Insecure and just see her live, dating, work, all that stuff. I hear it. I hear it. Well, I feel like it's this episode will be, it'll be good for you then. You, I think it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Patricia, do you want to answer the question? Oh, do you know what? I actually haven't given it any thought. Mm, That's same. actually so hard. You might have to circle back to me, you know, because I don't have an answer. <laughs> yeah, I think we're going to circle wow. back to me as well. We haven't got answers. We just, we just came to we ask We came to you, ask so. Manny. <laughs> you actually took one for the team. I love that. <laughs> and finally, we were joined by Courtney and Renee from Tim My Sisters podcast to discuss shows that made them emotional. So the question we're asking you today is, what was the last film or TV show that made you laugh? Or cry. Ooh, that's a good one. Ooh. Okay. Yesterday I watched uh, Fatherhood, the new film on Netflix with Kevin Hart, um, and it was quite an emotional film. Like really? I, I was, yeah. Like they, there's that saying that comedians can make you cry just as hard as they make you laugh, and I think that like it was quite an. The film was a meh, but there were some scenes in there. <laughs> it was. But there was some, like, you wouldn't go back and watch it again. Yeah. But there were some scenes in there that I was like, oh, this has really touched me. Like, the, the plot and his interactions with his daughter and getting used to this new life, you can tell he's really struggling. And I, I don't know, I, th I think it's a dynamic of, like, especially black fatherhood that you never really see. So it just made me like, oh, this is sad. And so I did shed a bit of a tear. Um... But it could have been because I was at home ill, you know. The, the environment was ripe for that. Don't diminish the power of the film. <laughs> that's that's what it could have been. That's what I would say. In terms of laugh, I laugh at everything. Even things that shouldn't be laughed at, I will laugh. So, I mean, I've been kikiing all day. <laughs> Goodness, Courtney, I genuinely think we're the same person sometimes because... The thing that made me, I would say, shed a tear, even though it's a stretch. Courtney already knows, like, when it, when I cry, it's a very... Hard as a rock. Really? Yeah. Wow. I don't wow. cry often, man. I don't cry often. 
Um, but yeah, last thing I watched that made me kind of shed a tear, like my eyes welled up, onions were in the room or whatnot, um, was probably The Startup. So there's a mm. new series on Netflix called The Startup and it's all about um, these three unlikely folks coming together to build a business. And the storyline itself is okay. Like it's, I would say it's average, but for me, the stars of the show are definitely Ronald and his son, Tui. Their relationship is just so beautiful and so poignant for me. I just, yeah, I don't want to spoil it for anybody in case they haven't, you know, watched it and whatnot. But there's some twists and turns in that relationship that really just tugs at some of my heartstrings. And yeah, it's just a relationship that I don't think is platformed enough on television, particularly mm. the relationship mm. between a black father and a black son. I just thought that there were so many elements that were touched on so beautifully, like those two stars of the show for me. The, the, like the mains, the rest of them, they've, they've done some good stuff, but this side narrative of the black father and the black son, beautiful. Mm, love that. That sounds really interesting. I did see, um, what was it called? The Fatherhood. Is that what it was called? I did uh, see that pop up on my- Kevin Hart. I saw it pop up on my Netflix, but I was like, I'm, I don't think I'm going to click on it. And <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm just not really sold by anything Kevin Hart does yeah. in terms of his movies and stuff. Small, small, I hear it. But... Wow. Uh, it's, it's different. I, I think it's different to what he has done before, um, mm. which is good. Like, there's still that kind of funny element to it, but I think it's quite a serious role for him. Um, and also, I think it's one of the first times I've seen him, like, as a standalone main character rather than, like, a sidekick or, you know, being a, part of a duo. And I think he carried it quite well. So I would recommend, mm-hmm. even if it's just, like, an in-the-background kind of thing, yeah mm. fair enough you know Adesi do you have an answer to the question last thing that made me laugh or cry um this is us every time I'm crying on that show like no like it's I initially like I used to like crying at shows but this is us it's too much emotionally mm. my mom used to come into my room be like I like what every day you're crying <laughs> <laughs> you're crying so I had to relax but this the season has just come to an end of season, I think it's season five. Oh, I need to catch up. It, it was, it was, it was cute. It was nice. It was nice. I enjoyed it. It wasn't like, I didn't cry as much as I did in the past, mm. but it was like a, ooh, oh, okay. you know, catching the tear, you know. A, just a sniffle. <laughs> yeah. But what about you, Patricia? What, what's made you laugh or cry recently? That's actually kind of hard for me because similar to Renee, I'm not a big crier when I watch things. I'm very sort of like... Am I even mm-hmm. reacting? Um, but I would say the last thing that made me cry was It's a Sin, um, which I watched on Channel 4, which was basically about kind of the AIDS crisis in the 80s. But I just felt like their relationship and their friendship was just really sweet. But you just all see them sort of like pass away, like over the mm. years and stuff, which yeah. was actually really emotional. I'm not going to lie. So that was the last thing that made me cry. The last thing that made me laugh. Boy, I don't know. To be honest, I'm laughing at Lupin, um, which is... Oh, oh! It's gonna be the thing that I, I say. <laughs> oh my gosh, I haven't started season two yet. <laughs> I'm guessing you guys have your thoughts. Let's hear, let's it. hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Now that you've actually Courtney, stop. Now that you've brought it up, the last thing that made me chuckle was definitely Lupin. Listen, yeah, master of disguise. To be very, very honest with you guys, like. I think it's genuinely a comedy. And if it's a comedy, they've done yeah. it really, they've they've done done it really well. <laughs> but you can't tell me that in all of France, this six foot three black man, you have not seen him because he's wearing a wig. 
You can't tell me that he walked past the police oh at least six times wearing this wig, this hat, or this moustache. This black, this six foot three black. It's not adding up. Do you know <laughs> what? I haven't got to the end of season two. You don't want to get there. He just put he just put on a moustache and he had like fake teeth. And I said, what? Like, this is actually a sign. Like, you're not convincing anyone. It's so funny to me. Like when I watch it, I generally don't think I'm supposed to be bluffing. This man's this man's main disguise is historic racism. I am so Oh my gosh! Because there's no <laughs> I I got to the last episode of season two, and all I could think was, how is this possible? How is this your, you know, you know, no, because the last disguise is meant to be the pièce de résistance. Stop you know, it. the like, the, you've brought out all, because I'm, I'm a big uh, fan of like action films and stuff like that. So all that spy stuff, undercover stuff, disguises, that's me, yeah? The, your, the wig is very much giving packs. The beard is very much giving Halloween, and you're in a bright florid, like fluorescent orange. Oy. In the middle of the night, and you are expecting to go undercover. That was the thing that made me howl. If actually that should have been my answer to the question, I <laughs> laughed like a laughing hyena yesterday at that. <laughs> You guys aren't rating. You guys are not rating us. Maybe I haven't watched season two. Is it really that? It's is old. it that? Okay, and, and also I think season two is worse than season one. Oh no! Hundred. Oh no! The storyline itself is good. I loved it. I love the story. Yeah. I love the, it drags, the cunningness. Though. Oh, it definitely drives. Yeah. I love the cunningness. I think just having, and I think it did something very, very special for Europe and France in general. Having, oh, you definitely, know, someone like Omar Sy as a leading character. And it not the focus not necessarily being on just race, but on a oh, lot good. of other different things. Like they t- the way that they touched on race, as Courtney said, using the disguise, <laughs> using historic racism as the disguise rather than having it at the forefront of the story was actually pretty interesting. So the storyline, the characterization for some kind of like melodramatic thriller slash comedy did really well. But if we're yeah. talking about the actual disguises, master of disguise and that's what distracts me and it's it, and it's not it's no surprise i literally when when we got to the last episode uh i don't want to spoil it but it's not really a spoiler it's like a, a split second i said no wonder the only person that recognized him was a black woman did you notice that the police officer that recognized him was a black woman not a single one because if a black sis had been in that show they would have caught that man in episode one like a rat on the highway ridiculous <laughs> this is actually killing me I, oh, do you know what <laughs> I'm not ready to get to the end because I generally thought that season 2 was going to be so much better than season 1 like even when it dropped the trailer like I was like okay this seems better in terms of the plot and stuff but now that you guys are saying it was dragging and the disguises were not disguising it's a bit sticky it, I, for me it wasn't as good as season 1 season 1 I was glued to the screen like I was locked in season 2 it, the story was dragging for me. Um, that it wasn't as action packed either, and there was less disguise. Like there was less um, craftiness in this one. I think like it was all building up to this really big moment at the end, and and that didn't hit for me the way it should have. I don't think so. For me, I would have preferred if the action was better dispersed. 
Do you know what? I just thought they were going to do more with the kidnapping of his son. But like quite mm. early on, that was resolved. So now I'm kind of like, I don't mm. really know what's mm. happening next. Oh my gosh, y'all are dropping spoilers. I haven't even oh, started sorry. season two yet. Oh, oh girl, oh, it's my bad. It's, well, his son, his son self was even useless, child, but it's his mom. <laughs> okay. It was useless. I was expecting more from a son, you know, some kind mm. of... Uh, anyways, let me not say too much. I guess you won't watch. Go on, watch. Okay, I'll watch. I'll go watch. Guys, that is it for today's episode and that is also it for season two. We had some amazing guests this year and we've really, really enjoyed presenting this podcast to you. Thank you so much for your support this far, guys. We really appreciate all the love you have shown us. We'll see you next year for season three and we cannot wait. So that's it for today's episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it. And if you did, you can follow us at the TWB pod on Instagram, Twitter and TikTok. What shows should we talk about next? Drop us an email at thatwoodbankpod at gmail.com. And if you like what you heard, why not join the TWB family by subscribing to the podcast? And don't forget to leave a review. We love reading them. 